Welcome to Off the Beaten Path But Not Lost with the Fayolas. Where we invite your family to join our family as we talk about the RV lifestyle. I'm Kristen, mom of two little kiddos, Kylie and Lexi. I'm Kylie, I'm eight years old and I love horses. I'm Lexi and I'm five and I like chips and salsa. And I'm Tony, I'm the dad around here, the pilot and the RV tech. We're We're the the Fayolas! In this episode, we're going to tell you about some fun things to do around Las Vegas with your family. Things to do on the Vegas Strip, off the beaten path adventures, and fun attractions. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode. If you haven't yet, we would love for you to check it out. And please leave us a review on iTunes or the app you use. You can find all the show notes for this episode at thefailas.com slash three. Las Vegas is Sin City, but with your family, you need less sin. Well, luckily, there are a lot of fun things to do with your family while you're in Las Vegas. What were some fun things we did in Vegas, girls? Watching the volcano, even though it burned my face off. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to go wrong with a good volcano. Yep. Kylie, what do you think? Oh, my favorite thing was where, was it the volcano thing where the layer, there's like statue dolphins? Statue dolphins. Maybe this was a dream. Maybe we should write this down later. <laughs> yes. No, we were it waiting. Wasn't. When we were waiting for the volcano, we were waiting by some dolphins that were in the water. One of the fun things to do in Vegas with your family is off road trails, Jeep trails. We did Rainbow Gardens while we were there. It's just a super easy trail through the mountains. Um, It's like on the west side of Vegas. You kind of drive out of the city, loop back around, and then you kind of cut through. It's just like a very colorful section of mountains um, where compared to the rest of the mountains around Vegas, it's just kind of like brown. So it was super easy. Pretty much anybody could do it. We also went to a spot called uh, Gene Dry Lake Bed. It's just like a big, huge, sandy area. It is what it's called. Yeah, it's super flat. It's a dry lake bed. It's been there for years and years. And uh, it's a place where they've filmed several movies, like desert scenes and stuff like that, particularly the one that we know is The Hangover. Um, Concerts and music videos. Yeah, while we were there, we actually saw like a concert going on or something. Yes, they were... We saw several things. They were filming like some sort of music video. There was a big mobile stage that they had set up. And then in, on the opposite end, there was somebody who was doing a photo shoot with like fire and yeah, stuff. Yeah, with the fire, flipping the fire around. Do you remember that? Um, and when we were there, Dad did a donut and Mom literally freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you're listening to this and you listen to the first podcast, you're starting to hear a... Uh, <laughs> There's a trend of mom freaking out. (laughs) Mom freaking out. No, the lake bed was really cool, though. It it was flat. There was also some trails around there that you can take and go off-road on the trails. If you're on the lake bed itself, though, it's pretty flat, and I think you can go out there with any vehicle. Yeah. You might not want to. It's very dirty. Yeah, super dusty. dusty. Uh, But the trails on the outside are... More four by four ish, if I remember right. Yeah, all the area surrounding the lake bed itself, it's just full of like sandy trails. You can go up 
past some mountains and stuff. There's actually, I think there's another dry lake bed somewhere right in that area that one of the trails goes to. We didn't go, we didn't do that because we were there kind of late. The best time to go to this lake bed, I would say would be um, sunrise or sunset. We did it at sunset and it was gorgeous. Lexi, what did you like about the dry lake bed? That we got to get out and run with Elsa and Dex. Yeah, we let the dogs out, and they just ran around for a few. It was funny because they had big, huge dirt trails <laughs> flying behind them as they were running. <laughs> you had clouds of dust flying everywhere because <laughs> it's so dry and dusty. That was our first experience with desert dust, I think. Now it's like second nature or something. <laughs> there may still be some desert dust in our Jeep from that experience. And the last trail we did while we were there uh, is probably my favorite. It's called the Burrow Wash Trail, and it goes right to the Colorado River. It's very bumpy, though, very bumpy trail. And, well, I don't think you necessarily need a lifted. Um, I don't think you really need a, I don't really you don't need a lifted vehicle. You need a high-clearance vehicle. Really? Not necessarily four-wheel drive. Oh, okay. Just something that... You know, you probably need 8 to 10 inches of clearance because we got into a couple sections that were, um, I don't know if they were little ledges or maybe rocks that you had to drive over. So you can't take your Cadillac out there, unfortunately. <laughs> but that was really, really cool. We You drive through this trail. It takes a little while to get out there. Yeah, I think it was like an hour trip. Yeah. And, and, uh, just out. Because the trail is like an out and back. There's no loop or anything you have to... You basically end up at your destination. You have to come back out the same way. So is it an hour to the river? I think so. Okay. Roughly an hour. But it goes right to the river. When we got there, there was a bunch of people hanging out in the water and, you know, hanging out with their friends. It was actually a bunch of Jeeps, so it was really cool. Yeah, it looks, it's, it's, I imagine it's a pretty cool party spot in the summer, especially. When we got there, like Kristen said, it's like, there was a few side-by-sides in a group, and then there was another group of Jeeps and some other off-road vehicles. And they were just ha- they had little, like, uh, canopies up, and they had music playing. It was, it was, like, a super fun atmosphere. Lexi just chucked, uh, like, chasing ducks around and stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The kids and the dogs went immediately into the water. With which, their clothes on. With their clothes on, which pretty much happens anytime we get to water. We're unprepared without bathing suits or towels and they just But we did bring food and strawberries. We were prepared with food and drinks. So if you go, uh take swimsuits (laughs) and towels. (laughs) I was chasing the ducks like a dog. But I didn't have my bathing suit. Yeah, that didn't stop you. So like she fell in the water I think a couple times. Yeah she did. And we're all like, Lexi. Kids, I'm going to fill you in on a secret. When you, I'm going to air quote here, when you fall into the water, we know that you're not falling into the water. <laughs> you're getting wet on purpose. We know that. Um, and on the way back, we saw a, a uh, like, flipped over car, ATV or something, and... They were got stuck, but there was another one there that had a winch. Yeah, one of the side-by-sides that was in the group that left before us, um, we came up on them on a trail, and one of them was flipped over on its side, and the other guy was helping him out, flipping it back over. Yeah, he's like, 
It was only taken at about 30. Yeah, yeah it was like <laughs> a, a super sharp curve trail. on a trail. <laughs> Not a dirt road, but like a legit trail. Where To give it an idea, to put it into perspective, in the Jeep, we're going maybe 10 miles per hour. <laughs> Another fun thing to do around Vegas with your family is road trips. We went on a really big one while we were there. Yeah, it was Area 51. Yeah, it scared we went- me to death. Yeah, we have one that's not a big fan of aliens, so that was interesting. She had fun, though, on the trip, so don't let her yeah. make you feel bad. And we bad. just, like, saw this building in the middle of the desert. I'm like, uh, is that the place? <laughs> okay, so back up, back up. Area 51 from Vegas is about two-hour road trip there. Along the way, we stopped uh, on the extraterrestrial highway, and they have a big road sign for it. But it's like 12 or 14 feet in the air because people always put stickers on it or try to steal it. So it's that's it's like a very touristy little stop. Yeah, we took some pictures there with dinosaur. The Kylie had her Velociraptor sign that I got from Santa on the Christmas. It was cool. Make noises and everything. And I had my doll. Yeah, we got a picture with your doll there. Then we went to the shop. I can't remember the name of the shop, but it's right along the way. But it's like a gift shop, and they have all alien paraphernalia. And from, that you know. scared me to death. Was it the extraterrestrial highway that scared you, or was it the uh, alien shop that we went to? Alien yeah, shop. that had all the alien postcards and the alien postcard that looked like a real alien. Yes. What does a real alien look like? I have no idea. <laughs> it will be a mystery never found. They have magnets, stickers, shirts, hats. And a big, huge alien outside. Yeah. yeah. Made out of metal. They also have the, um, you know, like the warning Area 51 signs on a fence there. So you can kind of take photos and act like you're at the spot. Yeah, if you go out to the back of the parking lot, they have a section where it's like, it looks, it's, it must be like a replica of the uh, warning sign from Area 51 that says, you know, they're authorized to use deadly force, and, you know, you don't go beyond this point and all this stuff. So it's pretty cool. But we did the real thing. Yep. <laughs> we drove the, the rest of the way out to the spot that we found, as far as we can tell. I mean, it's not very easy to find it. Um, but with, like, notes and Google reviews and stuff like that, we found um, a trail that we took forever. And I honestly thought it was like, this isn't it. Like yeah, it's think. miles and miles just across the desert towards the mountains and the what they call what whatever it is the Air Force base that's on the other side of the mountains is where Area 51 is supposedly. So we drove several miles down this dirt road and we came up on a little turn and we stopped to take some pictures and noticed that we had company. Yeah, there was a white truck. <laughs> staring at us uh like off to the side and it was funny because i was like at first I, w- I was like no i don't think anyone's in that i think it's just there because it is kind it doesn't look like there's a road there really i mean there is a road but it doesn't look like it's it just kind of looks like there's a truck off to the side yeah it was just sitting there but as we got closer he kind of like started ed- creeping forward edged out <laughs> from his parking spot and we got a little closer he edged out so we stopped and he stopped and we were still a couple hundred yards away from him. It was like around a corner, but you could see it pretty clearly. 
And I'm like, I just don't have a good feeling about this. I don't want to go any further because I feel like that is some sort of government agent waiting for us. And just to be clear, like, you don't really want to play too many games because the sign says, you know, if you press your luck, pretty much, we'll tow your car. You have to pay for it and find your own way back. Yeah, that's pretty much where we (laughs) stopped, actually. There was a sign that said that. It was a pretty stern warning about what could happen. And turns out when we got home, we started looking up the white pickup. And sure enough, if you Google it, the white (laughs) pickup near Area 51, you will find plenty of things about it. And uh, you'll see some videos of people getting arrested and held at gunpoint and stuff. So we weren't we weren't really, you know, up for that that night. Maybe before kids. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have kids, so. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think about that trip? It was long, but yeah. kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. It was fun. I think it was fun because it's not something a lot of people do, you know. Kind of a little niche thing. And if you're not up for a two-hour road trip, you could always do the side trips that are around there, like the Hoover Dam. That's a fun one. Yeah, well, I would consider the more touristy stuff, for sure. Yeah. How far away is the Hoover Dam from the strip area? I think it was only 20 or 30-minute drive from basically where we were in Vegas. And it's a nice drive. It's a pretty drive. Yes. And you can you can walk out onto like a bridge on top of the dam, and it's really cool. It's big, right? Really big. way big. Do you remember we looked over the edge and it was like so far down? I know. I I imagine like a branch just like falling down. It's like... (laughs) A branch. (laughs) It is very high. Like it's when you walk over to the edge and look down. Like for me, I I don't really have a major issue with heights, but it's a little disorienting when you kind of look over the edge. One thing about Hoover Dam, which we do need to go back there, is it was during COVID, and the gift store, the museum store, was yeah, like the museum sh- and all that was closed, right? Yeah. So we didn't get to go in and see anything. So we'll we'll be going back to do that. Yeah, stuff. I'd like to go back anyways because they used to do tours through the through the inside of the dam, and I have always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Another popular spot is the Seven Magic Mountains. It's near the um, Gene Dry Lake bed. Yeah, that was really cool. There was like these huge colorful blocks, seven of them, seven towers, with a ton of different bricks on them. And like they're all different red colors. And stuff, I have to blue, say, it was way bigger than I thought because I'd seen it in pictures and stuff. But once you actually get up to it, it's just, you know, in pictures, it just looks like small stones stacked up. But when you get there, they're like massive. I was kind of shocked when I got there. They were pretty. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Very bright. A lot of colors. Yes, very, very bright. These are all really fun things to do outside of Vegas. But if you want to stay in the Strip or if you want to stay in the Vegas area, there are a lot of fun, free, family-friendly things to do. Um, I do want to say here that we went during COVID times. And so we did not do a lot of things inside of the hotel. So we didn't go to like Circus Circus and stuff like that. Um, We did outside stuff just so that we didn't have to wear a mask. And it actually worked out okay for us because there weren't very many crowds. Yeah, it was still when they were had like a whatever. What is that? <laughs> there was like a capacity limit yeah, capacity at the, ho- at the, the casinos and stuff. So there weren't a lot of people traveling there. And I'm surprised because I, we saw a lot of signs for hotels advertising like dirt cheap prices, unbelievable prices. But 
Yeah, there were there, were, but there wasn't very many people even outside, so we we didn't have to like worry about people right next to us. Um, but some of the fun things to do on the strip itself, the volcano show at the Mirage, like we've already talked about, that was sounds like it was a highlight for the for the girls. Yeah, it was very hot. Yeah, <laughs> burned off Lexi's face. Right it was kind of it was kind of chilly out. Yeah. What about the music? Was the music cool? Yeah, it was cool. And the water show, that was cool, too. Yep, the Bellagio Fountain. Yeah, that that was cool because it was during Christmas time and they were playing Christmas songs. Yeah. What would they play? The, what's that song they played? The very famous <laughs> Christmas song. I don't remember. I think it was a Bing Crosby song. You don't remember the song, but you remember Rudolph the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? No, <laughs> no. Another fun thing to do in Vegas is drive the Strip. Yeah, we did it several times at night, especially. It's pretty. We got lucky because it was during COVID and there wasn't very many people there. So I don't know how busy the place is, um, you know, during normal times, but um, but we were able to drive it several times and it was fun. We drove it once with the GoPro out. And of course, that time we did have to stop a few times, so it didn't make it worth it. Uh, but we drove it a few other times, looked at all the lights and people watched in a lot of areas, there was, you know, they had still had music playing, and like she said before, it was Christmas time, so there was a lot of Christmas atmosphere going, so that was a lot of fun. My favorite hotel is the Flamingo one, the one that's, I think it's called the Flamingo, right? Yeah, it is. It's the Flamingo. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite one. I love the lights, and it's so pretty, and reminds me of old movies. It's kind of like old school. Yeah, it reminds me of you. Mine is the Trump Tower. Ah, ah. nice one. We did drive by there. Took yep. some pictures. Yeah, I like the Trump Tower, too. <laughs> <laughs> what other one did you like? What one on the strip itself? And my favorite one was the Pyramid. Yeah, that one's called the Luxor. Yeah, you can see that from outer space, I think, right? I don't know. You can see it from pretty much anywhere in Vegas. <laughs> I think one of my favorites is probably Caesar's Palace. Oh, that is cool. We were there during New Year's and Christmas time, and so one of the things we did that I think is a lot of fun if you're there during Christmas time is we drove around and looked for lights, Christmas lights. We had a couple scavenger hunts of things to find, you know, like Mickey Mouse with the Santa hat on, or blow up Mickey Mouse or whatever. Yeah, like we had a whole a list of Santa, those. Santa, yeah. candy cane. It was fun, right, mm. girls? Yeah, super fun. Yeah, we went through all the neighborhoods. And we figured being, you know, in the Vegas area, there'd be some pretty sweet shows. We did find one that was really cool, and it, yeah. it had, like, a music to it. Yeah, it's, like, a really popular one every year, some doctor's house or something. And, and they set it up, you know, you tune in your radio, you park out front, and they play all kinds of music to the lights, synchronize it. Lexi thought that was just to our, our radio. <laughs> she thought that No, light. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> you would have eaten it. Yeah, and I really like the one where he, they played the Mandalorian one. I like the yeah. colors of that. That was cute. We were all surprised. We're like, where do we know this song from? Oh, that's the Mandalorian <laughs> theme song. It was cool. The other fun thing, so that was our Christmas adventures. Our New Year's adventure was they were not doing fireworks that year, which suppo that's the whole reason why we went there was because we like to do, um, you know, really cool adventures across the country since we can go anywhere we want. Where was our first New Year's on the road? Are you kidding me? Oh, New, <laughs> New Orleans. Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. I forgot for a second. New Anyways. Orleans. 
Um, anyways, so that so our first one was that. So it was really hard, you know, to. That's a hard to, one to beat. Like yeah. 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 So it's hard to beat that. So we wanted to make sure we you know do something fun every year for New Year's all around the country. So when we look back on this, we can say you know we spent New Year's in all these locations. So we chose. Yeah, we, we saw Usher our first year. <laughs> we chose uh, Vegas before COVID because they have a huge fireworks show and it's supposed to be like really great. Um, then COVID happened, but we had already planned to be there um, and we just kept our plans. Usually all of the casinos or most of the casinos pitch in and they do a big fireworks show uh, between uh, all of them. Mm-hmm. But this year only the Plaza Hotel was going to do them. They were going to keep the like long running tradition or whatever they had. Yeah. Luckily, they kept them. So we found a fun trail. It was actually off the trail that we went on, the Rainbow. Yeah, it was like, like towards the end of the Rainbow Gardens trail. It was, like, it was literally like telephone pole road or something. But it was sat high above the city, so you could see the entire cityscape, all the lights and everything. It was really that would be a really good place to see the fireworks show when there's a whole bunch of fireworks too. But it was cool that time too. The fireworks were pretty. There were there were enough. For- well, literally the entire city of Las Vegas and all the areas around were lighting off fireworks. Oh so yeah, like the people. There were millions of fireworks set off. Yes, the people. So the hotels did not. Um, I would I would still go to that same spot if we go there during a nice. Because, I mean, it'd be fun to be downtown if you didn't have a family. But this is a cool spot because you're not downtown where all the crazy stuff is happening. But yet you can see all of the fireworks from the hotel. And then on top of that, which was like a bonus, the entire city and the surrounding area, all the people were letting off fireworks. They were like, not going to be shut down. Yeah, it was crazy. (laughs) And it was really cool. Like everywhere we were looking, there was fireworks out every window. Yep, and when when it was all over and we wanted to leave, we just could literally just drive home with no traffic. Zero traffic. There was probably five other cars out there yep. on that road with us. So that was really cool. Yep. I highly recommend that. Also, that's a good spot to go to get pictures of the city. Like the skyline. The skyline, stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's right out. If you're on that trail, you can just keep going all the way. But you can also go you a different way. You don't even have to take the trail. You come right from... Uh, right from the city, right to it. Easy to get to. The fireworks were pretty. Yeah, it was pretty cool seeing them over the, over the whole city. That's probably the coolest thing in Las Vegas. Okay, let's talk about what we're digging this week. Kylie, what are you I, digging? I am digging Camp Cretaceous. It's just like an animated dinosaur show with six kids in it that have to survive on an island because this, like, Jurassic Park thing left this yeah, Jurassic, the Jurassic World uh, yeah. incident. Yeah, like all the like dinosaurs were starting to escape and they had to go on a boat, but they left six kids um, and they had to survive on an island with dangerous animals and stuff. And Yeah, so that's, um, this is the third season. The first season is that's where that picks up. So it's kind of like at the end of Jurassic World where everybody leaves. They end up leaving the kids there. Um, and then this is now the third season. It's actually a really good show. I watched the first season with the girls. I didn't watch the second, <laughs> but I did watch the third. And I think I cried during it. <laughs> I got emotional during one part. Um, and like, uh, 
one kid has like a pet uh, ankylosaurus. It's baby, and it's super cute. His name's Bumpy. Don't give too much away, though. Yeah, we won't give away too much. There is some scary parts in it, so... Like, at the end of the season, there's a Scorpiosaurus Rex, which, which uh, like, throws out spikes on its back that are venomous. And, and he's a very dark, yeah, dark dinosaur. I have a, I mean, Lexi's five and Kylie's eight. They both looked a little scared during some parts, but they handled it fine. So, I, I mean, my kids are a little bit different, maybe, but. I just um, remember that that dinosaur is never real in the history of any time. Yep, not a, it's a made-up dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the doctor, but it is animated. It is fun, and it's on Netflix. Great show, Lexi. What are you digging? I'm working on the this list to get a switch light. Yeah, for your own Animal Crossing. Yes, (laughs) I told you guys. I'm getting him off my island. Yeah, we do this thing. It's really cool. There's a list of different challenges for the kids. It's things that they're struggling with or things that we just want them to learn how to do to be better humans. Um, It's like some chores and then some things that they don't normally do. Like, for example, Lexi has one on there to not be mean to her sister for a full day. So things like that. Um, And they just check off the boxes as they get them. And as soon as the entire sheet is done, then they can get whatever it is. So in this case, it's going to be a switch light. And I just ordered them. So they're almost done. They should be getting them. They're in the home stretch. They're in the home stretch. Um, (laughs) So they will have their switches soon. goal will be like horseback riding. Yeah, you could set it up. To where, yeah. Your yeah, next so the thing. next goal will be horseback riding. And in that case, there won't be as many things because that won't be as expensive. So it's just a really fun way to get your kids motivated and doing different things and learning different behaviors um, without giving them chore money or, um, yeah, that kind of stuff. I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. Tony, what are you digging? I'm really digging the Jack Carr podcast. It's been really uh, entertaining lately. He's had a lot of. Interesting guest on the interview. People. Unique people, yep. One of them lately was a, a guy, Dave Dinger Bell. He's solo rowing in a little custom rowboat from New York City to the UK. Super cool. Super interesting and crazy at the same time. Should take him three to four months. In the ocean. By himself. By yourself. That's crazy. I could never do that. Obviously, I would be... Going crazy. <laughs> I mean, maybe if I had, like, a cell phone that worked the whole way. <laughs> I couldn't row that much beer across the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I am digging the RV Trip Wizard. I think it's a really cool application for full-timers, especially. There are multiple sections to it. So you have the navigation part. There, That's on your phone. It's, like, RV-friendly RV friendly. navigation. Yep. The other section is like RV maintenance log that you can keep track of different maintenance. And then my favorite part is the trip planner part. And what's really cool about it is I you can set up different trips. So if you're just going on a, you know, a two-week trip or whatever, you can set that up. We set it up yearly. So we have a trip for 2020 and a trip for 2021. And then we drop in our locations. And we actually do this as we travel. Just kind of keeps track of everything we did that year too. So it's kind of a cool thing for us to just remember. Um, But there's a map. And then there's a section for filters. And you can set different filters. So you can say, you know, 
three stars, <laughs> full hookups. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, state parks, Wi-Fi, and yep. it actually has um, connectivity as well as a filter. I that one's kind of sketchy for me. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it is a filter that you can use. Uh, you can put in your different memberships that you have for filters, and then as you zoom in and out of the map and move the map around, you will see all the campgrounds that match your filters. So you can just click on them. It's really cool. They have some reviews for each campground. They have some basic things, um, like the things they have, the amenities, the connectivity, if Verizon or AT&T, whatever works there, which is really cool. And then you just say add it to list or add it to the trip. You add it to your trip. You pick the amount of days. And it's really cool. It just keeps us in track. And you can share a link to it. So we actually share a link to that to our family members. And they can kind of know where we're at as long as we haven't changed it. And what our plans are going to be. Like right now, I think the furthest out we have planned is like, I don't know, July or something. We're going to be up in um, Montana. Yeah. And then we can kind of plan backwards from there, from then till now. That's kind of what we've done so far. Yeah, we plug in dates that we know for sure. We just plug those into the trip and then kind of just work in between. It's really cool how it sets it up. So if you have a trip, so for example, we have something planned July 31st. We put those dates in for sure. And so we know how many days we have to fill in between, um, which is kind of cool because it'll say like, you have 100 days or 30 days or whatever to find somewhere to stay for, you know, that time period. Yeah, it gives you a little window to plan out. Like, you can call a couple RV parks or look for a good boondocking spot for a week or so. And I, I guess we missed the one main part about it. It allows you, so you can pick where you're at or the last location, the last stop on your plan. And then it'll give you a radius around that spot. So it'll be like, you can put in the radiuses too. So you can say 100 miles or 400 or whatever you want to drive. You put in the three spots and then it'll give you three rings around each stop that you're at. And so when you're, when you're scrolling through the map, you know where to go. So you have to find a campsite within this area because that's where the next ring is. Yeah, you can set it by miles or even time. Yeah. You can say, show me how far I would get if I drove for two hours. And it'll give you the the different rings. So that's kind of a cool feature. Yeah. And I don't think it's that expensive. I got in at a early time. I'm paying $39 for all three of those a year, which is insane. Uh, it's a really good deal. I think it's more than that now. Uh, I'll link to it though in the show notes, whatever price it is, it's worth it, especially for a full timer. It's just a really cool tool to keep track of your trips. And then What's cool is you get an email on the day of your camp. So let's say we're supposed to be somewhere or we're going to be leaving tomorrow. We'll get an email with that campground and then the navigation and all that's clickable. So you just go right into it, which is really cool. Yeah, I've, I've just started really getting into it myself and it's been pretty handy. And that's it. That's all we got this week. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. Please leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and our website at thefeolas.com. And you can find notes from this podcast at thefeolas.com slash three. Bye. Bye. Nah, I, I like the birds. <laughs> no ducks, you can't come over here and wag your tail and hit everything. <laughs> no. Go away. Go away, ducks. Go okay, away. Go on. It was like drums. It starts beating, beating, and then it stops.
Off the Pete and off the Pete and Bath. <laughs> <laughs> and the blooper reel starts. Uh, <laughs> These birds are gonna be through this entire podcast. They are so annoying. Birds, can you please? The other fun attraction around there, and this is near the dry lake bread. Bread. The other fun is. <laughs> Are the dogs fighting? <laughs> <laughs> and that was a dog barking. Again. All right, we're going to pause. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is cool. Even though it's not the real Caesar's Palace, Where's he didn't the real? like stay there. Where's the real one? Rome. <laughs> I mean, is it still there? You can't still see Caesar's Palace. <laughs> this is like almost like the beginning of a movie that I might have been quoting. <laughs> We're going to cut all that off. Another country? No, I think you should leave it. <laughs> Is it still up? Caesar's Palace? Yeah. Can you visit Caesar's Palace? The hotel? Oh, I thought like his real palace. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Caesar Palace in Rome? I don't know. Then why'd you just say that? It's from the hangover. What? In the beginning, he says, (laughs) Alan, the guy with the beard, like the dumb one, kind of dumb one. They're at the counter and he says... Excuse me, is this the real Caesar's Palace? <laughs> did, did Caesar actually stay here? or? So did I just fall into your stupid trap? Yes, you did. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's move on. <laughs>